Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. Shot in 4K Ultra High Definition, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. Our skies have cleared and the temperatures have fallen. Frost advisory in effect for the northern counties and a freeze warning for our southeastern counties. I'll show you how many more mornings may look like this. And just a few minutes ago, police cleared the scene of a deadly crash that had Hammond Road in Raleigh closed for hours. Brett Neese is there in the WRL Breaking News Tracker with what we've learned. A man is accused of pulling a gun on three kids, including six-year-olds. It happened while trick-or-treating was going on in a Raleigh neighborhood. And the North Carolina Veterans Parade here in Raleigh that typically travels down Fayetteville bringing big crowds is canceled. Just ahead, I'll explain how the city has come to this decision and the reaction from organizers. Quite a turn of events for the Veterans Day Parade that will be this Saturday in Raleigh. Canceled, the ceremony is still going on. A lot to catch you up on on this day after Halloween on the Wednesday. Hope you're all doing great. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff. I mean, yeah, and we turn the calendar as well. Well, you can tell it's November out there. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRL Severe <laughs> Weather Center with that chill in the yeah. air, the cold alerts. Yeah, it was a nice to have that coat on this morning, that's for sure. So we have a frost advisory in prep uh, from uh, the southwest up to the north, and then our east. Eastern counties along the I-95 corridor have a freeze warning in effect. So um, it's likely that we'll see a better chance of, uh, of some freezing conditions. Um, but take a look at the temperatures right now. We just had our skies clear. We are likely to see the temperatures dropping significantly as we get into the next several hours. So it's still 36 in Roxborough and we're in the 40s elsewhere. But again, our temperatures have not quit falling for the morning. It is already a lot colder than this time yesterday, anywhere from 12 to 17 degrees colder, depending on where you are. Take a live look at Chapel Hill. All is quiet. It looks like they pretty much got the streets cleaned up after uh, festivities last night. Temperature 42. Right now our wind is calm, but it's not likely to stay that way. It's going to be a, a windy afternoon, so it's going to be chilly and breezy. We'll see steady wind out of the northwest at 15, gusting to around 25 miles per hour. Let's look at our hour-by-hour hour temperatures. We are likely to drop on down into the mid-30s by about 7 or 8 o'clock this morning. And then we only climb to 51, which is close to the normal high for January. But, I mean, you know, at this point, I guess January is only a few months away. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk about our potential for more freezing temperatures in the next couple of days. Breaking news overnight. A person is dead after a crash in Raleigh. Police just cleared the scene over on Hammond Road about five hours after it happened. Brett Neese joins us now live there from the WRL Breaking News Tracker with what he's learned. Brett. Yeah, no police lights here behind me now, Renee, because Hammond Road is back open in and out of downtown Raleigh. I want to show you some video from the WRL Breaking News Tracker. This is brand new video of the tow truck taking away that car that was involved in this crash around 1130 last night. There is plenty of damage on the right side of that car. Uh, sadly, one person was ejected from this car whenever this crash happened. That person died here at the scene. Two other people were taken to the hospital with serious injuries. 
We're working to get an update on their condition at this point. And we're also working to find out from Raleigh police what caused this crash. I do know the RPD crash reconstruction team was called to this scene. That's why this investigation took so long and took about five hours overnight. They had to piece this all together to try to figure out exactly how this car went off the side of the road, caused so much damage, and then ultimately did take at least one life at this point. So we're going to get those updates from police as soon as we get them. We'll pass them along. Live in Raleigh, Brittany, WRL News. And with the cold alerts in place out there this morning, it means you need to take special care for yourself and your family. And WRS Kelsey Coffee is live at Fletcher Park in Raleigh. Kelsey, anyone who's going out there today will need to dress warm, right? Well, Jeff, good morning. Now is the time to bundle up, especially if you're sending those kiddos off to school with them being out at the bus stop. You need to make sure that they have on uh, their winter coats today. I broke out uh, my winter coat this morning and just what a difference a few hours can make. I've got my WREL weather app here and it's 42 degrees here at Fletcher Park just around midnight. It was around 60 degrees. So we've definitely seen a big drop over these past couple of hours and we we caught up with the folks at Logan's Garden Shop yesterday. We asked them about what everyone should be doing with their plants as we're hitting this cold snap. Here's what they had to say. You're going to want to move those tender plants, anything in full bloom, right up against your house. That's going to help them greatly. Better yet, covered porch, maybe put them in your garage. And another tip, water, water, water. Make sure that you're watering your plants because when the air is so dry like this, uh, it really impacts them. So be sure to uh, head over to our WREL weather app to stay up to date on a potential freeze warning later tonight. Kelsey Coffey, WREL News, live in Raleigh. A man accused of pointing a gun at trick-or-treaters in Raleigh's Headingham community will be in court today. Raleigh police charged 43-year-old Daniel Graham with three misdemeanor counts of assault by pointing a gun at three children around 7.15 last night. Police say they were two six-year-olds and a 10-year-old. Graham is also facing a misdemeanor charge of assault on a child. Police say he knocked the candy bucket out of one of the six-year-old's hands and yelled profanities at them to get off his property. Graham's in jail under a $20,000 bond. Durham police are working to make an arrest after a shooting left a man dead. Police say the shooting happened just before six last night. The person shot was taken to the hospital with life-threatening injuries and he later died. Just after 10, police gave us an update that he had died and investigators used canines to help in the search for evidence. Police say they believe this is an isolated incident. U.S. Marshals are joining the manhunt for an 18-year-old accused of shooting into a crowd at a birthday party in Wilson. Police say Braulio Fuentes Martinez crashed that party at the Wilson County Fairgrounds. When he was asked to leave, he came back with a gun and opened fire, hitting four people. Fuentes Martinez tried to leave in his car, but hit another person and several other cars before he ran. W. Ariel spoke with a woman who hid behind a car when she heard the gunfire. Cars started speeding through, leaving the party. And then I just remember the car just hitting the car I was standing behind. And from there, my mind went blank. I don't know what happened. I was just told by my friend, run. Two of the people who were shot are in the hospital with critical injuries. There'll be no Veterans Day parade in Raleigh this year. Organizers made that decision last night to cancel it just days before it was scheduled to step off downtown. 
WRO's Laura Levine is live in Raleigh this morning. And Laura, this decision comes over the controversy about the vehicles in the city's parade. Absolutely, Jeff. And for more than 40 years, the North Carolina Veterans Day Parade here in Raleigh would have hundreds of people traveling down Fayetteville Street from high school marching bands to veterans groups. But instead, Fayetteville Street will look similar to this, very empty and quiet. Right now, you're taking a look at video from previous years of that long-standing tradition that normally draws big crowds. The Wake County Council of Veterans, who organizes the parade, tells us as of Monday, the group was given the green light from the city to carry out their parade as planned. This includes approving their inspection sheet and months of planning. However, yesterday afternoon, city leaders decided to ban vehicles. About 80 groups signed up to participate in the parade and of that 80 only 28 are walking groups so organizers had decided to call it off because they say it is a logistical nightmare so this is really putting a crimp into uh, our parade and this is going to be the second time that i know of that we've had to cancel that portion we did it during covid we ended up with the ceremony but obviously that was understandable and we we planned for that uh, but this is really short notice. So once again, pivoting days before the planned event and Richard Pearson there, he says that uh, the ceremony will still go on as planned. That is still very important to mention. That's taking place at 11 a.m. at the north side of the Capitol building. Laura Levine, WREL News, live in Raleigh. Happening today, Wake County's newest drop-in shelter is opening, giving people a place to stay warm when the temperatures drop. The Bryant Center is at 401 West Cabrera Street in Raleigh. The 150-bed facility will be open seven days a week. It will remain open every night through the end of March, regardless of the weather. Most other shelters in Wake County have been functioning at capacity, and many have requirements for guests. The Bryant Center will not. Now to the war in Israel, where we're following news of the Israeli airstrike that hit Gaza's densely populated Jabalaya refugee camp. You're looking live over at the Israel-Gaza border. Israeli forces say that strike killed a top Hamas commander responsible for the October 7th attack on Israel. Hamas denies this claim. Gaza officials report 20 homes were destroyed and hundreds killed and injured in that refugee camp. Hamas's military says it will release more hostages soon, but Israel's national security advisor says there's no deal in sight. Today, the Federal Reserve will wrap up its two-day meeting and will announce whether another interest rate hike could be on the way. Some economists believe Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell will likely leave room for at least one more interest rate hike in December. That announcement is expected at 2 this afternoon. The Fed has already hiked rates to a range that is the highest level in 22 years in an effort to combat inflation. Texas Rangers won win away from being crowned World Series champs for the first time ever. Their offense exploded for 10 runs in the first three innings last night in Game 4 in Arizona, and then they held off a comeback attempt from the Diamondbacks for an 11-7 win. The Rangers have a decisive three games to one lead right now in the best of seven series, so that means they could clinch the series tonight in Game 5. Diamondbacks will, of course, be trying to stop that celebration and keep their World Series hopes alive. First pitch for tonight's game is 8 o'clock. You can catch all the action on Fox 50. FBI investigators are back at home in Idaho nearly a year after four college students were murdered there. What they're hoping to find as the man accused in their killings awaits trial. 
And a lot of fun to be had on Franklin Street on Halloween night. Why costumed people we spoke with say they felt safe despite recent unrest on the UNC campus. And it is very cold on this first morning of November. That's feeling more like January. You're looking live at Salem Street in Apex. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner is back after the break with how long these freezing temperatures will last. Colder air is spilling into our area right now, and we are likely to see temperatures down in the 30s in a lot of places. We have a frost advisory in effect for our northern and southwestern counties and a freeze warning in our eastern counties. And so it's going to be a chilly one out there. We take a live look at Sanford. Of course, we are pretty, pretty far away from sunrise, and skies are clearing, and we won't start to see temperatures warming up. They'll continue to drop all the way until sunrise, so we still have several hours to see temperatures falling. Right now, it's 37 in Lewisburg, but a lot of us are still sitting in the 40s, 43 in Tar Arboro, 42 in Irwin and 45 in Rocky Mountain. So if we do drop to freezing, of course, it won't last for very long this morning. Um, it's going to be a cool afternoon for exercise. Our highs only make it into the low 50s, but it will be pretty with lots of sunshine. Police in Durham are investigating a shooting on South Alston Avenue. This shooting happened around 830 last night and officers arrived at that scene and they found a man who had been shot. He was taken to the hospital. There's no word yet on his condition. Investigators are now allowed back inside the home where four University of Idaho students were murdered nearly one year ago. FBI investigators are back at the home this week gathering documentation needed to construct a physical model of the home. This comes as the trial for suspect Brian Koberger has been delayed indefinitely after waiving his right to a speedy trial. The University of Idaho intends to demolish the house once the trial is over. Quite a morning in Chapel Hill, where you're looking live right now. Just a few hours ago, thousands of people filled the streets there to celebrate Halloween. The town decided not to close off Franklin Street last night because the crowds didn't get out of control. There were a lot of creative costumes out there, as you can see, among the people who came out. More than 100 police officers were watching that crowd, giving people peace of mind from any possible security threats. This comes after recent clashes on campus between protesters about the Israel-Hamas war. Governor Roy Cooper and First Lady Kristen Cooper welcomed a host of trick-or-treaters at the executive mansion in Raleigh. Everyone was decked out in their best costumes. The governor ditched his suit for the evening in favor of a NASCAR driver's suit. <laughs> Love seeing all the costumes last night. It was festively chilly, I would say. I th and, you know, we didn't have any raindrops in our neighborhood. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner in the WRS Severe Weather Center. It's dry this morning. Yeah, we were so uh, fortunate in, in most of the viewing area that uh, the rain did end by the time we got to trick-or-treat time. So, shoosh. And I had uh, same, the same sentiments in my neighborhood. People are like, you know, as long as it's not raining, it's kind of nice that it's a little bit chilly out here. Um, hope you like it this morning. It's definitely chilly right now. 42 degrees. This is another live look at Chapel Hill. Temperatures are likely to drop on down into the mid-30s, but tomorrow morning is likely to be notably cooler as temperatures may fall into the 20s tomorrow morning. So we have a frost advisory in our northern counties, and we have a freeze warning from Raleigh south and east. So uh, again, just expect the temperatures to drop. If we do 
drop down to freezing where you are, it's only going to last a short amount of time. And tomorrow would be more impactful in terms of uh, how cold it's going to feel. Our skies are clearing right now and that cold air is settling in, but it will have settled in by the time we get to tomorrow morning. We take a look at our wind speeds. Nothing uh, that's too out of the ordinary right now. Winds are coming out of the northwest, uh, steady at about 5 to 10 or so. But we are likely to have some breezy conditions this afternoon where we could have gusts up to around 20-25. 51 for the afternoon high in Raleigh, 50 in Durham, and 53 degrees in Fayetteville. We take a look at our cold blast sitting across so much of the country. It sits with us tomorrow, but then by Friday, we start to see those temperatures moderating. Some warmth back to our west starts to push in over the weekend, and it should actually feel pretty comfortable. We take a look at our cold alerts for tomorrow. We have a freeze warning in effect from the triangle area north and west. The reason we don't have it in the southeast is because forecasters uh, at the Weather Service are expecting temperatures to drop down below freezing in the areas south and east. So there's not a freeze warning. Now, it's looking like we're pretty warm at this point, so it's possible that they would change that and add that back in if temperatures don't get cold enough this morning. Here's what it's likely to look like tomorrow morning. 29 in Durham, 26 Roxborough, 28 Lewisburg, 30 in Wilson, 27 Southern Pines, 24 Robbins, 30 in Irwin, 31 in Fayetteville. So tomorrow morning, definitely going to feel colder for us. Uh, we're looking at 33 again Friday morning, and then temperatures begin to rebound. Our normal low is 44, and we'll see that over the weekend. Temperature on Friday, 65, and look at that, we're in the 70s. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, some nice weather in our forecast. We do go back to standard time over the weekend, so remember to set your clocks back. Uh, the next chance of rain in our forecast is a few rumbles of thunder on Tuesday. Thanks, Elizabeth. Drivers in the North Carolina mountains need to find another way around. A huge rock fell on a major highway, causing traffic headaches this morning. And for some couples, a love for Halloween is leading to the love of their lives. How they turn their wedding ceremony into a scaremony. <laughs> <laughs> Four fifty-three is the time right now on your Wednesday morning hump day. It is November first. This is a live look from our WRA Live Cam Network North Hills this morning. Very chilly as you head out there this morning. Nanny cams and baby monitors are great when they work, but some are glitchy and there are so many types and features it's hard to know which is best for your family. Five on your side's Keely Arthur shows us which devices consumer reports rated as top buys. Consumer Reports has rated more than 70 home security cameras or nanny cams and more than a dozen baby monitors. But what's the difference? The big difference between nanny cams and baby monitors is that most baby monitors actually don't connect to the Internet and don't record footage. You'll just be able to view a live feed of your baby. Keeping your monitors off the Internet makes them far less likely to get hacked, like we've reported in recent years. We heard sexual expletives. Among the features to look for in a baby monitor, well, how well can you see your baby on the screen? Can you add cameras to the system? And does it have an infrared function so you can see your baby in the dark? CR recommends these monitors from Eufy and VTech, which both did well in tests. For many parents, having a nanny cam means they can always catch a glimpse of their kids, even when they're busy. It's nice to know that we can check in on them and make sure that they're okay. Check out the nanny cam's range of motion. How much does it pan and tilt? And think about whether you're going to sit it on a flat surface or if you're going to mount it sideways on a wall. Local video storage will keep you from having to pay for a subscription. But remember, SD cards aren't cheap either. 
And does the nanny cam have loud noise detection to trigger a recording even if it doesn't see something? CR recommends these models from Wise and Lorex. Both have two-way audio. We use the intercom on the cameras to scare the heck out of each other. It's a lot of fun. And you can easily use these cameras for more than just spying on pets and children. Think about contractors doing work in and around your home. You can see what they're doing when you're not home. And if you have an Amazon Echo Show, you can use that as a security camera as well. Just Google the directions. Keely Arthur, five on your side. Drivers in Atlanta got a big scare on their Halloween evening commute. Look at this. A person dressed in a ghost face killer costume from the movie Scream was seen on the interstate. And you can see the person on top of a black car holding a sign with a knife. The sight brought traffic to a major slowdown for miles. Atlanta police eventually moved the person. No word on any arrests. People driving near Boone are being asked to find alternate routes after a massive rock fell on a major highway there. This happened after blasting a part of that widening project along Highway 105 between Boone and Banner Elk. The road was shut down for hours yesterday. Crews were eventually able to get one lane back open, but the delays stretched for miles. Officials there are asking drivers to avoid the area for the next several days as cleanup continues. Halloween is a very special day for some newlyweds in California. 18 couples tied the knot yesterday while dressed in full costume at the Contra Costa County Clerk's Office. These lovebirds showed up dressed as Jack Skellington and Sally from Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. The bride said Halloween has always been her favorite holiday, so her groom wanted to make it double special for her. Raleigh's Veterans Day Parade won't happen this year. Why it's being called off just days before it was set to hit the streets. And breaking news overnight. One person is dead after a crash on Hammond Road in Raleigh. Another person is in the hospital with serious injuries. You certainly want to bundle up before you head out this morning. It's a live look at Fenton and Cary. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner has an hour-by-hour -hour forecast for the cold day ahead. missed fall enrollment? It's your time to shine at William Peace University. WPU is enrolling for the spring semester at our co-ed university in the heart of Raleigh. We offer more than 30 majors, including esports and gaming administration, simulation and game design, and interactive design. Our classes are taught by full professors, and our small class size means you get one-on-one -on -one instruction and immersive learning. Plus, we connect students with internships. William Peace University, your time to shine. Get started today at peace.com. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No 
purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.